think um, in, in a while, I have not preached on a subject like this. And today, while I was there, the Lord began to lead me through something, and I felt like I think the time is coming for me to begin to teach this. And so, I know it will be a blessing to your life. And I'm preaching on the purpose of marriage. The way, okay, the way you're doing, I have to, maybe I should close the service and go with my wife and go and sleep at the house. Yes! Say, I'll be there. The purpose of marriage. Uh The purpose of marriage. Let's go to Matthew chapter 19. We are going to start from verse 7. Where do we start from? Verse verse 3. Matthew 19 verse 3. Please check that. It's still giving some some, something. The Pharisees also came unto him, tempting him, and saying unto him, Is it lawful for a man to put away his wife for every cause? Is it lawful to put a man away from his wife? Is it lawful to divorce a man for every cause? Because this is something they came to Jesus to do what? To tempt him for. To tempt him by asking, Is it lawful for a man to divorce his wife because the wife doesn't know how to cook? Hey. Because he said for every cause. Oh, because the wife doesn't know how to dress. I've seen people that said, I'm leaving this my husband oh, because he doesn't know how to dress. He dresses like a villager. He wears some kind of trousers. I want him to dress in a certain way. I'm leaving this my wife. Oh. Why? Because he doesn't know how to have sex. Hey. Are you not, uh, am I not preaching the word of God? It's not the word of God I'm preaching. Am I preaching um, um, science and, 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 and biology? Am I preaching biology? Am I preaching integrated science? Is it not in the Bible? He said, I'm divorcing my wife. She can't have sex. Hey. When I said 10, she will not 10. When I said do this, she will not do it. I'm divorcing her. Hey. Pastor, I'm divorcing my wife. She can't have sex. Hey, they say for every cause. Oh, is it not your Bible? But if you don't have a King James Bible, you have to get it. Because I use King James. It's the best Bible. It's actually the Bible. The rest are other books. Yeah. And he said unto them, Have ye not read that he which made them at the beginning made them male and female. Oh, Jesus, they're asking you a question. Is it lawful? Because Moses gave us a a, a divorce certificate. Is it lawful for a man to leave his wife because of any reason? Sometimes you can call your wife. She's not picking. Then somebody will get angry. You, every time I call you, don't pick. It's over. It's over. People end with their wives because of many reasons. And look at what Jesus says. He said, have you not read that in the beginning God created them male and female? Now when you read the story, you realize that in the beginning God didn't create them male and female. He created male. Are you reading the Bible or you you have been reading the Quran or something? Or a science book? In the beginning, didn't God create one man? Then he pulled out a woman out of him. 
But Jesus is now is the one who did the creation. And the creation man is saying that in the beginning, did you not read that they were created male and female? What is the message he's trying to send us? The first message he's trying to send us is that male and female were created to live together. And we'll be going to Genesis very soon. Are you here with me? Because now they are asking a question, is it okay to divorce? Do we have to divorce? And Jesus now sending a message saying, did you not read your Bible that he said in the beginning he created them male and female? Turn to your neighbor and ask your neighbor, did you read it? Have you read it before? Or you, you are, all your Bible is in Matthew, eh? you have never read it before. Have you read it before? Yes. What did the person say? He said, yes, yes, sir, or yes, what? Yes, madam. Am I a madam? <laughs> hey. hey! And he said, for this cause. Now, 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 now. What cause? For this cause, the word cause is we have something in science or in, in philosophy or in life we call cause and effect. Cause and what? Cause and what? Cause and what? <laughs> okay. Now, Jesus is saying, when we say cause and effect, I mean to say that, why did this offering ball move? Because I kicked it. So, the effect is the movement, the cause is the kicking. So, this ball will never move unless I cause it to move. Are you following what I'm saying? Now, the reason you can hear my voice amplified is because of a cause and effect. The effect is the amplification of the voice. The cause is the sound, the good sound system, the microphone, and the speaking. The voice that is speaking. Are you following what I'm saying? So, Jesus is saying, for this cause, for this cause, which cause? The cause is this cause. Which cause? In the beginning, he created them male and female. Am I preaching a message? Because in the beginning he created them male and female, a man may find himself in a car somewhere. And the woman may find herself in dam and go somewhere. But in the beginning, they were created male and female. And for that cause, shall a man leave his mother and his father in Accra. And leave his mother and his father in Damango and shall go and be with his wife and the two shall become one. Which cause? In the beginning, they were created male and female. It's a good thing to come. The purpose of marriage. The purpose of marriage. Now, Jesus commentary here gives us a very powerful clue about what marriage is. And the first thing Jesus is telling us is that marriage is not supposed to end up in divorce. Why does he so? He said, for this cause shall a man leave father and mother and shall cleave father and mother and shall cleave to his wife and the twain shall become one flesh. How do you separate one flesh? Can you, can you, do you think you can separate my, my flesh? You can divide me. Can you divide my body and I'll still be a person? Can you do that? No. 
do they move to become one flesh? Because in the beginning, they were one flesh before they were separated. One man was created and the woman was pulled out. And they stood side by side. Then God brought Eve to Adam and the moment he saw Eve, he said, now this. Now, it's in the Bible. Oh. He said, now this. Give us Genesis chapter 2. Is it Genesis chapter 2? Yeah. Now this. Now this, where is it? Verse, verse, verse 23, 223. Now this, do you see that? This is now. Is, have you opened it? 223. This is now. Do you see that? Do you see that? This is, which one? This, this woman, this female is now, is now what? Bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh. He doesn't say now, this, this now is my friend. This now is my partner. Because most of the time, that's what we say. The Bible doesn't call a husband and wife partners. It calls them one flesh. I'm teaching you the Bible. Do you see there? I can't find it. This now. Is bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh. What shall happen to it? Eh? I can't find it. And what shall happen to it? She shall be called woman. Why? Because she was taken out of man. When we pay close attention to the Bible, we find out that man was created to fulfill divine agenda. God has a plan for man. And he says, now therefore let us make man in our own image and after likeness and let them have dominion and rule. Then when he creates the first man, Adam, he says, it is no good for the man to be alone. I'm shocked. That God is with a man. God is with a man. God is with the male. The man has a male with the man. The male has God with him. And God is telling my friend, I am here but I'm useless without a woman. Hey, is it not your Bible? Am I preaching the Quran? Did you see God? God is saying that you are a man. I am with you. I am your shield, your strength. All the scriptures you know in the Bible. That gives us an assurance God is with us. God is saying it is bad. It is bad for you to have only me. It is bad. That's why some time ago, I posted on social media and I said, God is not enough. If God were enough, if God were enough, there won't be marriage. Because the one who is saying it, are you reading your Bible? God is saying, I was God not standing before the man and said, it is no good. What does it mean? Something is no good. It means it is bad for a male to be alone. Why? Because I have called him to fulfill an agenda on earth. Alone, he can't get it done. Alone, he can't get it done. Therefore, I will make a hell meet.
I will make what? The woman is a helpmate. A helpmate. Let me tell you something. Whether you believe it or you don't believe it, God, in the, in the sphere of marriage, in the face of marriage, God has ordained that your prosperity in life, in ministry, is dependent on who you marry. telling women all over the place, I keep telling you that God created you to help a man. This is why we deem every woman is an engineering for help. Is it not true? Uh, our, is the, the, the hands of a man and the hands of the woman, are they different? Are they different? They are not different though. There's my hands, look at her hands. It's not five fingers. Are there no lines inside? Me, are there no bones in my hands? It's not the same flesh and blood. Why is it that a woman is engineered in a certain way that she feels like certain things must be done by her? Why do you always feel like you are the one who should be washing? It's not like they taught you in the household. Or you are the one who should be cooking. You are the one who should be, um, I mean, doing some kinds of things so that a man will pursue his vision. Why do you always feel like that? It is this, this an antichrist system that rose up and made it look like the man, the woman also has a certain kind of authority in a certain way that now she is not a helper. She has her own agenda that they are just married so that they can both pursue individual agendas. Well, these days people marry because the lady has found out she's coming from a poor family and she needs a rich man to come and take care of her and her family. Eh? DB. I'm coming from a poor family. I need, oh yeah, I'm preaching the word of God. I need a rich man to come and take care of me and take care of my family. And so the woman is entering marriage not because she's entering there to live with a man so they can build something. She's entering the marriage so that someone will sponsor her school and someone will come and take care of her mother. So when she gets money, she hides it. When she gets an opportunity, she hides it. You can be married to a woman and find out she has bought plots of lands and done so many things while you are still struggling to even buy one land or even one house. All because they've told her that Charlie what does the bible say the man and the woman shall leave their father and their mother why is that so because there's an agenda that if you are not careful father and mother will distract it yeah. while god is telling you that it's not time to have a child your grand your mother and your father will be putting pressure on you in this family we don't give birth on time where you have to hurry up and have more children or, or while God is late, it's time for you to have children your mother say, hey, 
How will you take care of these children? And God said, I want you to have five children. Because every one of these will be a president of state. This will be a minister. This will be a prophet. This will be an apostle. But your mother is just saying, hey! Listen, Mary, they said, they came and asked Jesus, should we divorce for any cause? Many marriages are down because in-laws were the reason. In-laws. In-laws. You, you know your mother doesn't, your mother doesn't like your wife, but your mother is leaving your house. Are you a fool? Are you stupid? When I preach, I don't just preach to you alone. I'm preaching to the one also listening on, who is going to listen online. 10 years from now. Are you stupid? Your mother doesn't like your wife. And your mother is living with you. Listen. The woman God gave to you to succeed. Someone hates her. And you have called the person. Oh, leave the village. Come and live with the, my destiny. My number one destiny helper. Listen. The woman is more important than the Holy Spirit. By, before God even decided he was going to give man the Holy Spirit, the first thing he said because remember that it is God who was speaking God the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit said we are here but Charlie some things can be done some things can be done how will you multiply when you go through storms, how will you have I mean, you need a physical other, other person standing by you to comfort you, to cheer you up to correct you, to rebuke you to help you. And you need it. But you know what? You know. That is why I tell people, when, they, when you marry, it is a dangerous thing for you to marry and live with your in-laws. No matter how rich they are. At the long run, at the, at the long run you will find out that uh, your in-laws will treat your your wife like their 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 own child, because that's their year. Oh, where you are, meba? And because meba na worry no. Do you understand the idea I'm talking about? Because it is our child. No, that one is not your child. It's your child's wife. So the way they talk to you, sometimes they will want to talk to your wife like that. So your mom can insult you, and your mom feels like a. My, your wife is also my daughter. I can insult her. You one day you come from work and find out that your mom and your wife are blo- throwing blows because somebody thinks that eh, it's not my son's wife. It's my even my son. I can say my name to my son, who is his wife. Do you know how many years I've known my son? Do you know how, when I was taking care of her and carrying her and selling pure water? Were you there? Then they say no. Do you know how important my son is? Woman, you will die and your son will suffer for your mistakes. The reason our societies are going down and going down is because the biblical principles that are laid down, we are throwing them away. And these days, we are doing anything that we want to do. Why do you think the Bible says a man should leave his father and his mother? Do you think it's a good thing? For a man not to leave? If 
there is anything that I want to thank my parents for, it is mar- when I'm married, I find out that they left me. It's a good thing. Yeah. Oh, Lady B, it's not true. You don't find my family. Even my father doesn't mean, hey, why is he not coming to the house? Hey, we've been a warrior. Why is he not coming? No one is asking any. No one has ever even asked that question. My, not even my mom or my, nobody has ever asked, hey, she has to come to the house. Oh, and come and help us do some work. Oh, some visitors are coming. She should come and cook. Oh. If you want people to come and cook, eh, you should go and hire people to come and cook for you. your elder sister will insult your wife and mistreat your wife because you felt like your wife is a is also a maid in a certain way who should go and help your sister or your your look at it your mother's cousin's daughter who has had a funeral to go and cook for visitors <laughs> you know it is this family you know this family but the bible says we are not saying you should not place you should not honor your family but we are saying that there are some things that are so crucial that family must be put aside. And one of them is in the area of finances. In marriage. You find people who are married and all their money is going to their family. And they think they are doing their, they are doing their family good. Yeah. Look, if you are, listen to me. I'm preaching the word of God though. I'm preaching the word of God. I'm not just giving my personal opinions. If you, are, you were taking care of your elder brother or your younger brother in school and you married, you have to stop it immediately. Unless your, your husband or your wife agrees to say, oh, let's continue. That's why in some families, the moment they find out that their daughter or their son is a high responsibility in the family, they don't want you to marry. It's not true. When it's prevent to marriage, ah, no, no, we will not agree. <laughs> we are losing, oh, we are losing. And it is better. It is better that way than for you to be married and feel like you are married to go back and go and be helping your family. Let them also marry. And some of them are they not married. Is your mother and your father not married? Can they help each other? Can they feed each other? Can they cook for each other? Why should you leave your you and your wife to go and take care of somebody and his wife? Do you understand? Who will come and take care of you and your wife? Do you understand their logic? But somebody feels like you and your wife should come and take care of another person as your wife. So at the long run, you find out that you have sacrificed all your finances for family and your own one God has ordained for you to fulfill an agenda. It could be that God is saying, by the time you are 40 years, you would have achieved this and done this and done this so that the children can have a good place or so that this other thing can come in play but because you feel like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm the breadwinner on the family. Where is your father? He's alive. He's, he's a, a nurse or a teacher, a headmaster. But you are now the breadwinner. How did you become a breadwinner? And I'm telling you, very soon you end up like a father. I'm telling you this. I'm telling you this. I keep telling people, hey, listen, this thing is being recorded on. 90%, 99% of people, we cancel people, and I can tell you, almost all of them that graduate from school and they start working and they start taking care of their family members. By the time they are 50, they are poor. They are poor. I'm telling you this. And I keep telling people, listen, there is a season of your life that is for planting, not throwing money away. But you don't know. 
the first season of your marriage, eh, especially the area of finances, is to sow seeds into the marriage. It's the time things that are needed in the marriage financially must be bought, must be acquired, must be gotten. That is not the time you carry the money and say, oh, I'm taking care of my younger sister in school, I'm taking care of my mother, you know what I have? Then she should die. Doesn't your mother have brothers? Doesn't she have sisters? Can she work? I'm saying important thing, though. I'm saying important thing. And you may think that I'm just saying, t- so that you said this guy needs more. Even today, I sent my mother money. So I'm not saying that you don't have to, but I'm saying that you don't have to do it when your, your family is lacking. You don't have to do it to the bad effect of your marriage. Are you listening to what I'm saying? Because very soon, eh? You start paying for it dearly, dearly. Look at one of the, the reasons why Africa is still down is because of this Abyssinia Long Hamsters. When you study the whites, when you study the whites, the moment the man and the woman say they are going to marry, the family leaves them. They start so they all skyscrapers are not just there because people are wiser than us. All. Those guys are not improving because they are wiser. Their culture is in such a way that even by the time a child is 18 years, he's supposed to leave the parents. Why is that so? What do you think is the reason? So that he can think to be responsible. In Africa, you are 25 years, you want to settle down, your family says you are too young. You are too young. 29 years, they are still saying you are too young. That's why we are poor. One of the main reasons Africa is poor is because of marriages. Marriages marriages and the family life and how things are handled in the marriage and how things are handled in families is because of is the main reason why africa is, is the way it is listen to me if you eat your seed you will not have a harvest if you eat your seed you i'm talking about one of the mistakes people make in marriages in the area of their finances. This is because the early stage of your marriage is a seed stage. Is the time your, your finances must be used for building the marriage. Not using it to go and take up family members. You have to build something for yourselves before you go and look for family. They may say, oh, you, your head is strong, your head is strong. Listen, all rich people, eh, at a certain point of their lives, their family said they were wicked. Because we are doing an investment which will bring us more than enough to take care of the whole family. You are telling us to take that investment and come and give it to you. Eh? To go and pay for your immigration. We should take 20,000 cities and come and give to you, me, my sister. Then you'll be unemployed. A lot money that can be used for buying, we should give buying land, we should give it to you to go and pay. I should leave my marriage and give it to you because you are my sister. 20,000 to go and pay bribe, immigration. Then you two, you will go and then maybe you may get the job all right. But 20,000 immigration, how much are they paid? Then you two, you, your, your knees somewhere say, hey! 
Hey, me I'm entering nursing. You have nine. So at the long run, it's like so twenty thousand. That is a loan. No, that is a loan. Twenty thousand. I will take a loan. I'll take what? A loan. So for five years, I have to be paying twenty thousand, and my marriage is down by twenty thousand cities, which can be paid for five. So in five years, I'm owing. I'm owing. Did you learn positive and negative integers? So go back twenty thousand. So I have to be on that negative twenty thousand. I'm supposed to be on negative twenty thousand. Negative um, nineteen thousand nine hundred ninety nine. Negative um, seventeen thousand. I'm not coming before I get to zero. Zero means that I don't have money at all in my life. And that may be nine years of my marriage because I I was stupid enough to think that oh. You know, this boy, if he gets a job, he can come and help the family less. And you are at an early stage of your marriage that God is saying that this is the time for you to settle down. This is the time for you to build. This is the time to, for you to start a business. This is time for you. Then you go and take a loan because your brother wants to travel abroad. He will travel abroad then. He will get money. He will marry. And he will forget about you. Listen, this thing I'm preaching, it is not a common thing. And I know some people have their own, they say, me, I don't agree. A man shall leave his mother and his father. Mother, he shall leave his family because a new family is being created. Listen, let me tell you something. It is not even your duty to take care of your siblings. It's not your duty. It is poverty. That makes it your duty to take care of your brothers and sisters. It is your mother and your father's duty. Unless something has happened and there's an accident, the two of them have gone away. Why do you give birth to seven children? Huh? You can't take care of them. And you expect that the children, one of them should grow and come and take care of you. You, your children. That's why Africa is poor. That's why Africa is poor. That's why Africa is poor. That's why so many things cannot be done. That's why so many things can be done. Unless I hear you have gone home. Finances. Another one is counsels and advices from family and friends about the marriage. Counsels. And pieces of advice from family and friends. Some of the things people don't leave, they don't leave behind. The first one is what finances. Oh. The second is counsels. Counsels and advices. A piece of advice. We live in a generation where the advice of the Bible is thrown away. The Bible, the marriage covenant is a mystery. Do you know a mystery? Means when you stand outside, what you see is different from what you what when you enter it is. That's what it means. That's a mystery. A mystery means when you are outside, it looks like a, it's like a mirage. That's what when you are outside, you see it as a as an ugly thing. When you enter it is beautiful. When you are outside, you see it as an, a beautiful thing. When you enter it is ugly. You can't figure what is inside. That is what marriage is supposed to be. But these days. 
somebody has sex with his wife, his best friend knows. His best friend knows. Eh? He has sex with his husband at the workplace. He's chatting about it to his friend. And he's telling his friend, oh, my husband, he has a big something. Oh. My husband, his destiny is small. Oh. My husband, yeah. He can go. Then, then your friend is like, wow, but me to my husband, he's very dull. I have to chase him for it. Then one day you are having some small parts in your house or something or your husband comes to come to pay you a visit. That friend has it in mind. That I call you a tight for her. Then, then, Something happens and he has taken your, your, your husband's number. Best friends, is it not true? Don't best friends go to each other's houses? One day you have gone to the market. Before you come, your best friend is on your husband. If, that is if God loves you so much that he exposes them. Because you didn't leave friends and families in the area of pieces of advice. You didn't keep secrets of the marriage. You can have, as a man, you can have friends that will tell you that, look, there's no woman in this world who is not cheated on her husband. Because all your friends, they are all womanizing. Before you realize, you have gone into being a womanizer, even though you were not a womanizer. Friends who tell you you must take aphrodisiacs, you must drink alcohol before you have sex because that is how it works. Then you, you are not an alcoholic before you realize you are drinking to have sex. Now think about it. if you drink, the Bible says a fool, a fool is moved by wine. I mean something you take and you don't know what you are doing. You don't have a right mind. The reason why wine is opposed in the Bible in a certain way, alcoholism is opposed in the Bible, is because of that thing it does to you where it, it changes the way you think. Why do you have to eat something that will change the way you think? Some people's marriages are broken down because their friends told them that, tell them that Charlie, as a woman, you have to hide your money from a man or a man there. All they know is collect, 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 and after a while they will dump you and go for another woman. But you were married to a very good man who had a future with you. In the beginning, it was not so, for he made them man and woman. You have ma- you have met your bone and your obono, not just a stranger, and you are fulfilling a divine assignment. But a friend is saying, hide your money. A friend is saying, you know what? Sometimes deny him sex. Sometimes deny him something. If not, he will take you for granted. But you don't know that the man loves you because of the way you serve him and you love him. Then you started, listen, this is why marriage is a complex thing. Because sometimes you may not even know why a man loves you until you stop doing it. Then he starts getting angry at you. Listen, 
by the time a man shouts at a woman, even raises his voice against a woman he loves, it's a sign that something is wrong with the woman. I'm telling you this. It's not something is wrong with a man. No matter how drunk he is, I'm telling you this. Because men, eh, men are made to pamper women and treat them in a certain way, no, ma- no matter what. No matter what. That's why in some marriages, the man can fight with the woman, insult her. The woman they're about to have sex, he's pampering her and he's treating her. <laughs> if I you, you are the best woman in the world. No, no, no. That is actually what he's supposed to be doing throughout the day. 24 hours, that is what the man is supposed to be doing. When the man met the woman for the first time, what did he do? What did he do? Was he not singing hymns? Was he not writing poems? Ah, I finally found a flower. Ah, my God, this is a bone. Hey. Since 7,000 years ago, a man is saying, bone, bone of my bone. I feel something going within me. Ah, Seven th- I'm saying 7,000, not today that men try to say nice, nice things to ladies. Oh, it was there from the beginning. That is how we were made. Who told Adam that he should say that to Eve? So by, by the time, listen, listen. So it is so deep. It's so, it's so deep that, ladies, listen to me. It is so deep that even when, when is it recording? It's so deep that uh, even when Eve caused Adam to sin against God and God cursed Adam, Adam never raised his voice. The Bible said he just held it and said, let's go. We are married. I, I don't care. I don't give a damn. They said, they said you are what? You don't know how to, to do what? To dress. I don't care. They said you don't know. You, 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 don't know. You, you failed your exams. I don't care. They said you don't have a job. You are just in the house. I don't care. They said you are richer than me. I don't care. They said you, you, you are barren. Who cares? They said you only gave birth to two children. I don't care. They say you are giving birth to plenty of children. Look at your stomach. Your, your belly is big. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. Let's go. Why? Because in the beginning, he made them male and female. And for this reason, shall a man leave his mother and his father and shall go and be with his wife and they two shall be one. Please come over. Hey. Eve has eaten a forbidden fruit. And Adam comes and says, Hey, if God comes to meet you and you have eaten it alone, he will kill you. Remember that when God came and met, he cursed them both. But he would have cursed Eve alone. And Eve would have been lost. And God would have to create another woman for Eve. For Adam. And Adam said, No. When I said I want to marry you, I meant it. You have had accidents. You have lost one of your legs. I don't care. I will also go and take out my leg so that they say, do you know that husband and his wife, who ha- the husband also went and cut his leg, say, no, that's marriage. It's marriage. A man can buy a car and hand it over to his wife and be working. It's marriage. It's not family, it's marriage. It's not extended family, it's marriage. A man can be rich and carry all his money and give to a woman. And believe like a poor person, tattered clothes, dressing anyhow, and his wife is separate. It is marriage. 
you can stand and say, this is that woman, look at his husband, he doesn't know how to dress. And he's pouring all the, and, and the, sometimes it is the sisters and the brothers who say, hey, he's wasting his money on the woman. It is marriage. It is marriage. Do you know marriage? It's marriage. The two shall be one. my wife here, there are things that I, I sacrifice to buy for her. Every time she said, I want this, then I said, I'm getting it for you. I want, I said, I'm getting it for you. And at the same time, I may not have it. It's marriage. It's marriage. It's not extended family. It is not business. It is marriage. It is what? It is marriage. He said, Adam took his wife and they left. They, they left the guy. He took his wife. No complaint. So today, we don't have Adam's letter of complaint. And you know what I'm trying to say? Right after the case, he said, and Adam took his wife and they left, and he knew his wife. Right after a crazy thing that the wife, a crazy mistake the wife has made, the husband has made, you generalizing it. The husband has done a crazy thing. Now, this is why they asked, should a man be born? Am I coming back to the important thing? They're asking, should a man divorce for any reason? For me, every reason? I'm teaching back home. If you understand that you are one, he goes to commit adultery and comes back. And he says, oh, you go to the woman and say, ah, so you have sex with my husband. <laughs> wow. How was it? Was it nice? He said, yeah, that's the kind of man I'm married to. You just had a taste. Goodbye. Then you carry your husband. The devil is put to shame. Your house witches are put to shame. And you yourself, you know that eh, in, your, in your family, there are so many divorces. Your mother didn't live with your father. Your uncle didn't live with his wife. Your sister didn't. Then you, your husband has made a mistake in the marriage that you two feel like. Maybe you found out that he has a child somewhere. You feel like, ah, he has betrayed me. It's over. He hasn't betrayed you. He has made a mistake. You must forgive Is there anything greater than the one Eve did? Is there anything greater than the one? That's why Jesus now was telling them that. No. No. Let's continue reading that text. Look at the text. Matthew 19. Look at what Jesus said. He said, but for the hardness of your heart. Because you don't want. Because, listen. I'm still on councils. So I'm still on councils. Because of your, the hardness. Where is, where is the text? Oh boy. Where, where, where did we get to? Oh, I mean, Matthew 9. Matthew 19. Verse what? Yeah. Then he said, let's look at verse 6. Wherefore, there are no more twain. There are no more two. But what? But one flesh. What? Therefore, God has joined together. Let no man put asunder. They're asking, Moses said we can divorce. Now what do you think? Now look at the story I've told you. Everything I've taught you is today. Then they ask him, then why did Moses command to give a writing of divorcement and to put her away? Look at what Jesus said. Wherefore, a where am I? He said, he said unto them, because of the hardness of your heart. Full stop. Every other thing. People say, oh, the Bible says, apart from if, if fornication comes in, if adultery comes, you have the right. Jesus is saying, because of the hardness of your heart, 
Do you see all the things I've spoken about? People leave their wife because her abdomen is becoming big. And now she has found some nice queen somewhere. She calls her a slave one. Do you understand what I'm saying? He said, because of the hardness of... What it does it mean, hardness of your heart? It means she offends me, I refuse to forgive. I am greedy. I get every opportunity, I hide it. I use the best of things, she doesn't. She uses the best of things, I don't. I mean, two people are married, but one is stingy. Or two are stingy. So the day there's an opportunity of a divorce, none of them says, no, this is not worth it. Let's pursue this. No, all of them, their hearts are what? Hard. When good counsels come, that stay in the marriage, bad counsels also come and say, no, the man has taken it for granted. Who does he think he is? That's your elder sister who, is not, who has had 17 relationships and has never gotten married. Though. She's telling you that who does the man think he is? So, so the person is struggling to get married. Or the person has been married and has four children, the man has left. I mean, I don't know. A hardness of the heart. Hardness of the heart is the reason for divorce. You can insult Adam anyhow you are, but Adam is my role model in the area of marriage. It's my role model. Not a single comment. Hey. The only one he said is the woman you gave to me. But that wasn't a criticism. It was, he was just simply saying the truth. He said, the woman caused me to do it. She did it and I also followed. And God cursed him. He said, because you listened to your wife and not to me. Curse be the ground for your sake. In the sweat of your brow, you shall make meat. Are you here? You have gone. You have. You have. You are. You are insulting your head. Be careful with counsels that come from outsiders who do not know what is going on in the marriage, and be careful how you go about selling every single secret of your marriage to every person because you think you trust them. I was chatting with a pastor friend who was telling me about his best friend who got married and went and slept outside the marriage and there was almost an issue of divorce and he was telling me he said if not because of me ah, this person married that broken down best friend and that guy I don't even we have spoken for about four times right there he's telling me a secret of his mind and, and from that day I also have a perception about him because somebody he calls a best friend is telling another friend that if not because of him this pastor's marriage would have That is why I have a problem with having a best friend who is not your spouse. I have a problem with it. Who is not your spouse? Why is your wife not your best friend? Eh? Why is your beloved not your best friend? Why do you have a, another better friend than your beloved? No, no, no. You are already on a road to divorce. You are on a path of divorce. You are on a path of divorce.
That is why you see all these offenses and all these fights that come in marriage. Eh, people make it look like hey, it is because eh, there are two people together and they have, they have divergent views. Do I have divergent views when I'm making decisions? Do you think I have divergent views? When I go and eat indiscriminately and I'm running diarrhea, do I beat myself? Do when you went and ate indiscriminately, you were running diarrhea, were you, did you beat yourself? Your stomach was doing some way for two days. Did you beat yourself? Did you insult yourself? When you sometimes do some things that affect your body, do you insult yourself? Do you do that? But you do it in marriage. Why? Because of an understanding. Because your spouse is not a friend. Because, listen, if your spouse is a friend, there is nothing they can do to you that will make you offended. Because the Bible says that a friend abides forever. A friend abides forever. Look for that scripture for me. It's a friend abides forever. I think Proverbs 14 or something. Verse 6 or something. I don't know. A friend abides forever. Hey. If your spouse is your friend, it doesn't matter what they do against you, they abide. You will forgive them, you will live with them happily ever after. As if nothing happened 20 years ago. And after, have you found it? Hey. Hey. Friend that binds forever, but you have a best friend who is not your friend, though. so you prefer chatting with that best friend more than your husband. So, after a while, you find out that you share your problems with another man or another woman somewhere rather than your friend. So, your spouse is not left in the loop that there are some important things or some things you are going through that. Look at it. Proverbs 17, 17. That's the one. A friend loves all times. It is, it is the same thing as a friend abides forever. A friend loves at all times. How many times? If, if your spouse is your friend, if your beloved is your friend, if the two of you make each other friends, and you believe in this text of scripture that a friend loves at all times, what do you think will happen? And me, I bid to differ. And I, 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 I say this on personal experience of my previous years. That since the day my eyes opened, I have never fought with my friend before. Not even a misunderstanding. Never. 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 Even those who went behind my back and betrayed me betrayed me, stabbed me, who are friends. I still have them with me. I still have them. Sometimes there are people who will be around and say, hey, this guy, after all that he did to you, you still help him. 
person you don't know. A friend. Nice driver. But since you just see that we are just married so that we can have children, you have another friend somewhere who is going to come to the house. That's why when you divorce, when people divorce, they go back with their friends. They are always changing their friends. And you find out that so the day they die, they are still friends because that was the mystery. They should have made that friendship with their spouse. Friendship is not just a magical. It is something that is greeted by hard work. You can ask David here. David has been my friend since JHS. SHS. There was a time he got lost. Ask him how many times I called people looking for him. How many times? What's up with your life? What is going on? Where are you? Is it true? Because I'm a friend. I'm a friend. I'm a friend. So many times. Have we not slept together? We have slept together. We have eaten together. You were in a critical situation because I could even feel that something is wrong and I have to call. A friend. A friend who abides forever. A friend abides forever. But your spouse is not your best friend. You have another best friend somewhere. A best friend. You know when they ask you who is your best friend? Oh, my best friend is Ega. You are married. Your best friend is Ega. Yeah, your best is Ega. Your marriage is about to collapse. You, I've worn your clothes, you've worn my clothes, haven't you? We've worn each other. Have we ever fought? Ever had a misunderstanding? Ever. We have slept in the same room? Never. No misunderstanding. Never. When I ask all my old time friends that I know, old time friends that I know, if Edgar were here, you ask him, I slept with Edgar as well. I've slept with Edgar before. I stayed with Edgar for three years. If I don't eat, he doesn't eat. If I don't, eh, nothing. We eat together, we sleep at the same time, everything. We never had a fight. Because the purpose is not known, is the reason why when Satan is now trying to enter the marriage by bringing in divorce, it doesn't come first at divorce. It comes first when there are divergent views and somebody feels like he's being mistreated and another person feels like he's lacking. Because I've already told you what are some of the reasons all. Then, at the hardness of their hearts, one now says, it's time for me to slap my husband. Because I can't forgive this one. It's time for me to slap. When they slap, the other one too, rather than forgiving, feels like, I'm a man. How dare you slap me? How dare you slap me? How dare you slap me? I'm preaching the Bible. I'm not preaching from any book. I'm preaching from the Bible. Alex, are you listening? Come late, they are with their friends. They come home late, they are with their friends. 
women who are so way in marriages, they have best friends either than their husbands. One time I told the woman, this is your friendship that you have with this lady to cause your marriage. She thought I was lying. She cause your marriage. Every time you are with her, every time she's in your house, she comes and she helps you cook for your husband to cause your marriage. It costs her your marriage. Why can't you cook with your husband? Do you need another friend to come and help you cook for your husband? They don't need, they don't need what? Friends and families and all those kinds of counsels. Certain people don't leave when they are entering marriages, which hinders them from fulfilling God's agenda for their lives, is that they don't leave their childishness. Their childishness. In this life, I have seen elderly people behave like stupid children, not just children, stupid children. And in the aim of pretense and a certain sense of maturity, they pretend like it is maturity, but they behave as stupid children. When you are a child, it is when you are a child that when you, your friend offends you, listen, only children fight and beat their friends. When we were children, that, that's why I said the moment my eyes opened, I stopped. But when I was a child, Fought with my friends anyhow. I said, bite the cake. They don't bite it well. I, ah, before he read, one has taken a stone. Me. My father, he used to pass people's heads like something. I will spoil your head and you, they will bring you home. Help <laughs> me. I will spoil. Me, this is here. Me, did you have a ship? Ah, I'm going When people are entering their marriages, eh, they don't leave some things in them that makes them not their positive sides of cho- children. Like children have a way of forgiving. Like those friends may pine it in the next two months, we are friends again. Are you with me? No, no, so they are Jimmy. Also, they are But next two months, we are back again. I'm not talking about that one. That side of it is also part of marriage. Where the two people also behave like children. But the other side is where we are talking about immaturity. Immaturity. That's why I said, for this cause shall a man leave. By the time a man leaves his father and his mother, or a woman leaves his mother, his mother, his father and his mother, the woman is mature to handle complex situations, mature to handle a man, mature to handle a woman. But these the people marry. The slightest of things I'm going to tell my mother. Have you not heard it before? The slightest I'm, I'm reporting to my mother. I'm going to tell my mother. A man, he's going to tell his mother. <laughs> yeah. You think they are not there? They are there. Yeah, I'm not for Ma. Oh, yeah. Me, yeah, yeah. Governor, make it say. Um, um, for Gary, no, no, money, no, MP. Why Gary, the Miss Lady, just now, now, Gary, the mommy. No, ground, no, no. My mom, they don't even casa. Now, Jimmy, no, they say they are my banner. 
The next day, she irons and gives him two lines. He's called his mother. You are not ready for marriage. You are just going to give somebody's daughter headaches. Headaches. Problems. Problems. Some ladies, the smallest thing they are off to their mother's house. Smallest thing. No, or call man no. Smallest thing they've left to their mother's house. They are gone. Smallest thing they are. Every, every week I'm going to visit my mother. Every week they've not left. People who do that, they've not left their marriages. Yeah, every week they are going to visit their mother. They're going to visit my mother. Eh? Every week. It's not a sign of love. It's a, it's a sign that you are still a child. You may think that my mom, now your mom is not important again as your wife. They usually ask a question, oh, if your eh, mother is drowning, your father is drowning, no, if your mother is drowning, your certificate and whatever, who will you choose? Or your mother, your, your wife, who, is, who will you choose? I ask, where is my mother's husband? Who, is the husband not there to pull her from the drowning? Should I be the one to do it? I'm pulling my wife. Let her husband come and pull her out. Yeah. Do you know why this thing is very important? Because this is the person that is going to take care of your children. It's a dangerous thing. For an enemy to raise your children. It's a dangerous thing. People that have divorced and the man had to take the woman away. 90% of the time, the children will grow up not liking their mother. If the children live with their mother, and if the children live with their father, um, if the children live with their father, 90% of the time, they don't like the other person. If they live with the other person too, they don't like the other person. If they live with the father, they hate the mother. If they live with the mother, they hate the father. And it could be that it's actually the one they are living with who is the bad person. Because the other person says, your father, what a wicked man. The way he beat me, the way he treated me, the way he did this to me, and the way, then this man, your mother, what a wicked woman. Do you know your mother was doing this? Do you know? They will grow up and hate a, an innocent woman. That is why I tell people, I tell people everywhere. Most of the time when people say, eh, I don't like my father, I don't like my father, it is because of their mother. Most of the times, when people don't like their mother, it's because of their father. When people don't like their father, it's because of their mother. It is true. If you leave children to themselves, they will love both their parents, even if one of them is a drunkard and whatever, they will love both their parents. The time they should begin to choose size is when one of the spouses begin to confide in the children and talk to the children that your mother has done this button your father has done this button do you know your father is doing this do you know your mother is doing this do you know your father is doing this then the children start having a certain kind of bad perception about the parents and soon and very soon they take the size of one person and they hate the other that's why it is dangerous to not be at peace with your spouse do not forgive your spouse because your children will pay for it dearly. You will be in a marriage that 
I've seen it happening almost every time. All the examples I'm giving, some of you know. When you, even when your mother and your father are married, and your father finds out that you, you like your mother more than your father, eh, he stops giving you such special opportunities. When you need to go and ask your mother, it's not, it, it, you know only fit your mother. Why are you coming to me for money? You go, go to your mother. Is it not true? It's true. Amen. The child also likes the father or is, is inclined to the father more than the mother. The mother treats the, her own child. I've seen it many times. The mother treats his own child like a slave. He says, Yeah, marriage can change a woman and help me into a devil. Two do not know the purpose of the marriage. Are you here? Devil. What is the time? Eight at one. Or just now. Today that I'm preaching, yeah, yeah, I'm preaching about marriage. The time has reached. points did I give you? The third one was what? Yeah. Immaturities behind. One thing that helps marriages to go is when the two of the two people marry them, they agree concerning a common goal. So for a man to leave or a woman to leave, the two of them must leave their personal dreams and then merge it with their spouse. Think about that. Just I'm I'm not saying this to criticize somebody. You a man who doesn't have any plans of living abroad. You are marrying someone whose whole life has been to live abroad. You are in trouble. I was chatting with somebody. He will listen to this message and he will. <laughs> I know he will listen, but he will always listen. He's going out with a woman who is abroad. I said, look, this thing you are doing, it will not work. And I told him, most of the people who live abroad, they don't have plans for living in Ghana. And you, you are somebody I know you don't want to live abroad. It is something you have vowed. It's like you hate abroad like something. You are allergic. The person is also allergic to Africa. You want to marry so that every now and then she will come down. Can you live like that? Your, can you live like that for 70 years, 50, let's say 50 years? Can you live like that for 50 years? Your wife is abroad. She comes on Christmas and she's out again. And you want to do ministry? Are the man or master? Are the women finish? He didn't listen, but oh, Lord, I need to somebody. But there are some people to their marriage is working but they are also going through a lot of struggles because it's like that but some people are married and one of their spouses abroad and it's okay 
I'm talking about the situation when the two of them no, I do understand. This person said, me, I don't like her. I said, hey, you want to marry me? You are in trouble. You are in serious trouble. She may tell you. She may tell you if you want to have sex with me, come. Come there and have sex. When you are done, you go back. Let's have online sex. You may be honest. Are you an expert? <laughs> what was I saying? Then an American. What's the last point? Yeah, yeah, come on. Yeah, yeah, come on. Yeah. Yeah. We want to, by the time we are, we are this. We would have built this, we would have done this, we would have that. So they both know that even if you are a doctor and you, you are pursuing medicine and I'm doing ministry, at the long run, this is what we are achieving. Do you understand? It's not like this person wants to start his journalism business school. This person says, no, I need to, I want to go and start a school of ministry. You can't get that thing done. We are doing this, and when we are done with it, we don't go and do this. We are doing it, when we are done, we go and do this. If not, eh? Take it, you can, you can leave it. Somebody may listen to you say, for how long has he been married? I don't care. I've never been to heaven before, but don't, we, don't I believe heaven is real? I'm, last week, didn't I preach on heaven and hell? What are you talking about? You can, you can, listen, because of, you see, we live in a generation of abundant information. If you are, you are inclined to information hunting, your age will just be a number. If you are inclined to pursuing sound information, your age will be a number. Your age will just be a number. You will start, almost all my friends are just recently, I've had a new friend. He's been married for 20 years. When he was married, how old was I? Just think about it. I was six years old. He's now my friend. Are you kidding? Do you understand what I'm saying? What will make this person feel like this person deserves to be my friend? No, you do have friends that, that are as old like that. And important like that. I was some of you saw some video I focused on my status. You can go and look him up on social media. It's a very popular person. He lives in the UK. When it comes to the area of marriage and all those things, one of the best you can find. Just that you, you can go and look Pastor Derek. And we're standing somewhere. I told you, he took me to one of his programs. We're standing and we're talking. We're talking like I mean, I see we're just. I'm 17 years and he's 17 years as well. We're talking. When I'm talking, it's quiet. When he's talking, I'm quiet. We are just talking. We are talking. It's not, it's not that I'm too important to. In Jesus, in Jesus, they say that when a child learns how to wash his hands, what does he do? He's with the elderly. He's with the elderly. He told me so many things. When we were chatting, he told me I made this mistake. I said, wow, me, I've said I won't do it. All the things is most of the things that this is a mistake I made. This is one of the best experts in the area of marriage. One of the best. 
When he's having his online service, he can do a roll call and there are over 50 nations on his online service. 50 nations. This is I'm from Gambia. This is a boat. Burundi. What? Next time, I'll mention your name so you come and watch. When he's doing roll call, I've never seen that before. Never. I've followed a lot. I've never seen that before. Hi. I found out this one is being followed. And the man is saying, when we married, we're not. He said, he said, one of the things he never, he refused to do was go on vacation with his wife. And I've been married for nine months or something. And I've gone, I'm going, I go on vacations. I think all the things he was saying, that way, he said, these things were drowning my marriage. All the things he said, I, I stopped doing them. Anyone he pointed, I said, these are things that are more important to me. We live in a generation where information is abundant. Be careful you don't despise information. I was with a man of God and so one of the mistakes I made was when I set out to marry as a pastor, I let my church members come and meet me. Just the, one of the things that this almost destroyed my marriage and my ministry. And I said, me, I will never live with a church member. Never. Not even my family members. Never. And it's not, he's not the first person I've heard that from. I've heard that from, do you see all people who go about saying it's about pastors? It's because they were living with them. If you, look, if you come and meet me now, you may think I'm not a pastor or something. I'm different when I am alone. When I am alone, like alone, nobody's there, I'm different. And when people, like, when the moment people come around me, I, I become like a normal human being. I'm also lying down. I'm also just there. He said, you should only set out, set apart like one month off and rest and have time for your wife. And I said, yeah, I do that in the month of September. Even this, this month, this year, we went somewhere, we had something. He said, he looked at me this way. I said, I said yeah. He said another, I said, yes, I, I do that. He said, and I said, yeah, some time ago, I took a pastor out with my wife. I took them for dinner and the pastor criticized my wife. And that was how we, I just had to, I, I went all out. He said, you is done. We are done with you. I said, I would never. He said, he said, he said, he said a lot of things. I'm saying this to let you know that uh, the things I'm saying, uh, they are not just made up things. They are not what? Why should you be married and in front of you, someone is despising your spouse and you're okay with it? Someone is despising your spouse right before you. Maybe your friend, your sister. Hey, Okurusuro, name Dresno. And you are you too, you have added your voice to it. Your husband does not say, Oh, me, I, I've been saying it, but you know, it's not working. No, that's not what you say. You say, I like it. Is it your husband? He said, No. He said, Keep quiet. I'm saying this again that we live in a generation where inform sound information is abundant and nonsense is so abundant. But if you are committed to seeking for information, the right information will come to you. You will find it. You will find it. You will find it. And it will separate you from your age. 
the results you see in your life, there will be results that are years ahead of you. You can say this thing that I, I know pastors that were married the first even one month. Pastors that have said, oh, me, we now marry, we fight with our wife. First one month, we fight. And, and somebody also made, eh, eh, if, they are, if they are not fighting, one of them is faking it. He's waiting for a day that something will happen that they will fight. How can you say such a thing? That the more you fight, the better the marriage becomes. It's not true. Eh? I'm telling you, this, we have so many experiences to share with you. Listen, they were just living because of young Kualano. Is it not true? And you think that fighting with your spouse every day and now the dancing in the team, it will make the marriage sweet? By the time you are in the marriage 20 years, eh, you don't have a marriage, you are just cohabiting. Your husband is sleeping around. You two are doing some kind of crazy thing. And you are hungry. You are only being raped at night because the sex that you even have in the marriage is just a rape. It's a convenient something. I'm telling you. I can tell you that all of our mothers and our fathers who are always fighting, that's what they are living now today. That's the kind of marriage they are living now. And you are having young people are telling if you are married and you are not fighting, it is a sign that saying, we are married so there will be difference of views. And what, why should there be difference of views? There will be difference of views, but why should the difference of views be the reason why you fight? Let's go to Malcolm. This person says, let's go to the market. Should that bring a fight? You have to be adult to reason. Why do we, should we go to Malcolm? Okay, when we go to Malcolm, we, we may, this kind of thing, we may not get them. Okay, that's true. That's true. Okay, you have said the right thing. Okay, but this one, too, we won't get them at Malcolm. Say, yeah. Okay, then what do we do? Let's go to the market. When we are done, let's go to Malcolm and buy. Full stop. It's not wisdom. But because you don't want to reason, you will already settle in. I'm saying this to teach you, church, that if you are not careful, I'm saying this that, I'm saying that I know people that have been married the first two months, first one month, they have been fighting and fighting to today. They are telling you that in every marriage, there's fights. Why have I been married for nine months and have not fought with my wife? Isn't is nine months or something months? I don't know. Every time I'm saying nine months. Before you realize it will be two years and I'm still saying nine months. Eleven months. Aha. Eleven months. <laughs> Next month is one year. Just now, one year. No fight. Nothing. No even. No libilibi. There has been a libilibi. Like that. Hey, why are you? So please, oh, please. Ah! I said, I I'm standing before God. Has it ever happened? And we are always talking. We are always together. It's not like this. Your this thing that you talk once every two months. So because of that, there are no. Because two grown-ups have found out that it's time to marry. It's time to settle down. Two grown-ups. I was watching a video on social media. Two people were driving, one person hit the other. The other one just got down. He said, hey, what That's not a grown-up. And it's the same thing in marriage. You may think that, oh, we have to express. Is that how to even correct someone who has done something wrong? Is that how?
He go down and very important person. Oh, you could look at him and say, say, this guy, he could be an important a DC or, or maybe a director of a business. He go ah! before he realized his clothes were torn. Ah! That person, other person was just standing and was looking at him. And I said, now we see the difference between a, a grown-up and a child. The video and the person who was supposed to say, Now I've seen that age is not a sign of wisdom. That was the caption of the video. I looked at her and said, Yes. But if you say this to this man who is doing this, he said, Mom, cram, cram, But he has proven that he's still a child. Because there are two cards just hit each other and they couldn't resolve it. Just get down and resolve it with peace. And so, who did it? You did, okay, then you pay for it. You stop. Can't you do that? Do you have to get down and resolve? fight and insult you a fool. You are stupid. That's what people are driving around and they are insulting and insulting. It's a sign that they are not wise. And it's all drivers and souls. It's a sign you are not wise. Are you annoying? Charity, you're welcome. Are you annoying at me? Am I preaching signs or you are saying the time is up? The time is up. Let's close church. Bible says wisdom is profitable for instruction. You can take it or you can go and do whatever you want and go and justify it. I can justify anything that I want to do. Look, as a pastor, listen, listen to me. Lying is a sin. Lying is what? I can sin and justify it. I can lie and make it like, oh, don't you all human beings lie? So, yeah, it's true. And I'm done. But does it make it right? Because I have reasons. I can't fornicate. And make you look at, oh, you know, even this person, this pastor, even this big pastor, wasn't wasn't found out that he slept with one of his church members' wives. And this, even this one, this prophet, didn't sleep with his assistant pastor's wife. Who am I? It hasn't negated the fact that the thing that I did is bad. It hasn't. It hasn't. But don't we live in that generation? And we are talking about marriage. I'm talking about all these kind of crazy things that go in marriage. And people give justifiable reasons. But we have our own differences and our differences. Rabbi, you and me, do we look alike? We don't look alike. Like um, last Sunday when you, you called, or last, before, last two weeks, Saturday or something, you called me and so that this thing will not come off. Another pastor could have done that. You wanted to be a ah, No, 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 no. I said, no. You any day, let's do it. Because I don't know why he can't do that. So, I don't know. I can't just assume it. You understand what I'm saying? I don't know why. I can't just feel like I. Because I. I can't. I just. I just feel, relax. No explanation. Just feel free. That's how adults live. That's how adults. I'm not saying just say marriage. That's how adults live. Not to talk of marriage where God has given a bone of your bone and a flesh of your flesh. A bone of your bone and what? A flesh of your flesh. Receive grace to live in a successful marriage. Receive grace. 